I'm Redeemer Radio's sports director, Angel DiCarlo. Joining us on the line is former, the former head coach of the Notre Dame women's basketball team. I, I screwed it up right from the get-go because I'm not used to saying it like that. <laughs> coach Muffet McGraw is with us, announced on Wednesday she was retiring after 33 seasons, led Notre Dame to two national championships and more than 900 wins. Coach, uh, what have the last few days been like for you as I imagine you've been bombarded with not only interviews like this, but also well wishes from just so many people across from really probably around the world. Well, it's been a whirlwind and it's been so much fun to read comments from former players who I got to have on a zoom call. I think we had about 40 of our, of our alums on before we made the announcement to uh, let them know what was going on, but it's just so, uh, so nice to be able to, to look back and now finally kind of look back, reflect and enjoy some of the great memories. You know, a, a month ago we had you on this program. You were talking about the food drives you were doing in your neighborhood, watching classic games, Zoom meetings with your team. Did you know then when we were doing that interview a month ago, you were done? You know, that it was definitely in the back of my mind, and I was just waiting to see how the next couple of weeks would play out and, and if I would indeed be able to handle life without basketball. And it was really, it was just, it was kind of a great time for me to, to just sit back and think about it without having to tell anybody anything. Notre Dame, well, former Notre Dame women's basketball coach Muffin McGraw joining us here on Redeemer Radio announced on Wednesday she is retiring after 33 incredible seasons. If the pandemic doesn't happen, are you still the coach at Notre Dame? You know, I would have been thinking about it anyway, um, and, I, and I think the timing might have been a little bit different because I would have been able to be around the team, and I would have been getting into our postseason workouts, and then maybe I would have realized at that point, you know, I'm, I'm maybe not as excited about the workouts as I normally am, <laughs> and so that's when I know, like, it's time, and so when, when you know, after the season, I was thinking, boy, this is a good time for a break. You know, we, we really need it. I'm kind of glad we're not in the gym right now and uh, not led to this. You know, I know how much for the last decade you're desperately going after that second national championship, got that first one in 2001, and, and then you went to so many national title games and so many Final Fours, and the second one just kind of kept slipping away. Did Did the second title mean more to you than the first because of that? You know, in some ways it did. It's like when you get a taste of it in 2001, nobody expected it, you know, and so you do that. And then you have 10 years of getting to the Sweet 16 and getting to the tournament, but not really competing for that championship. And so you start to wonder, is it ever going to happen again? And then when we were able to do that, it, it definitely did, because I think it puts you in a class, you know, of a, a little different. I remember when I used to look and say, like, how many Final Fours has this team been to and that team been to? And I thought, gosh, if we just get to two or three or four, we'll, we'll be in a really select group. And, you know, then we started going every year and it was a lot of fun. And just having the success made it easy. You never really thought about it. You just kept thinking, we're going to come back next year and win it. And uh, so finally had a chance to step back and think about it. Did, did the second national title help speed up the process for retirement? You know, I think it did. I, I actually thought, you know what, we're going two in a row and then I'm out. And, uh, you know, going into that season that uh, we certainly had an opportunity to do that. But then when we lost, I, I thought, well, you know, let's let's get things going. And then when the whole team left for the WNBA, a lot of people probably were thinking, boy, she should be out the door with them. Um, because look what's coming back. And, you know, I, I felt the opposite. I felt like I can't leave them now. Um, 
you know, this is these are still my players, and I want to build it back up. Notre Dame women's basketball coach, the great Muffin McGraw, joining us announced on Wednesday she was retiring after winning two national titles and more than 900 games. Uh, quick game for you that you're going to hate, but I'm going to play it with you anyway, so we'll see if you uh, play along. <laughs> it, okay. I, I'll give you a little hint on the categories. It's best, favorite, most important. So okay. best Notre Dame women's basketball player of all time. Wow, that's a boy. That, that's a pretty pretty big group. Um, I think you have to put Arike in for sure. Um, and then you look at Ruth and what she did. You know, the two of our our champions. Um, there's so many more that could be in that group. Uh, and uh, if I and we were talking the other day, as a matter of fact, trying to just pick five and we couldn't do it. So, but they would they would probably be my top two. All right, I'm gonna let you cheat a little bit, not giving me a definitive <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> answer. Favorite player you've ever coached doesn't have to be the oh, best I, one; it could be a favorite. I, uh, I I have too many, you know, too many. Uh, started with Karen Robinson back in '87, and um, you know, certainly Neil was was one of them. But I I have I have a lot of favorites. It would be uh, it's actually a kind of a great thing to be able to say. I have very very few that I really didn't enjoy coaching and that would be you know like less than five so out of 33 years i think i did pretty well we'll, we'll ignore that that one on the follow-up <laughs> question uh mo most important player you ever brought to notre dame for the long-term success of the program i gotta say skylar on that one because i think she changed the culture for us and she was the one that got us started on going to the final four, you know, year after year after year. And, uh, I, I think she was just huge being from South Bend, which helped our crowds got, you know, got a little more interest locally, um, kind of paved the way for some other big recruits. So I would say Skylar. Okay. I wasn't sure if you were, in, I knew that was, had been your answer for the last several years when we would always talk, but I didn't know if maybe you were going to tweet that to Niel simply because she's the new head coach. And obviously that would have been pretty important. Uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what is Notre Dame getting in the LIV as the, as its next head coach? Well, I, you know, they're getting someone with tremendous experience. She's a winner. She's a competitor. She is somebody that is um, able to give players confidence. She has that ability to be able to be intense and yell at somebody yet. They know that she loves them. And so I think that's so important with this generation. So they're going to feel a lot of love from her, but she's going to be demanding. And I think she's learned a ton more this year than she knew before, just being in the NBA with that level of coaches. So I, I think she's really well prepared for the job. I know you've been asked a lot about what you'll miss most. I was wondering if you could come up with something, a little thing that maybe people wouldn't think of. You know, I, I loved being coach McGraw. I, I did. I'd loved, I remember I was out in the, in the, um, I don't know, some store, you know, just out in the community. And uh, there was a woman out there and, and she said to her friend, there's our coach. And I was just like, I just, I loved being our coach, you know, and, and having all the fans, uh, in the community come out and support us and, and treat me like that. That was, it was just one of those little moments that you kind of get a smile on and think, yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Coach Muffin McGraw announced on Wednesday she is retiring after 33 years as the head coach at Notre Dame. Don't worry, Coach. You're always going to be coach. Trust me. Digger, make sure that we <laughs> always know he was the former coach at Notre Dame. So I don't I don't think you have to worry about that. 
you've talked about what is possibly next, special projects at Notre Dame, maybe teaching at Notre Dame. What kind of class would you want to teach at Notre Dame? Something in leadership and something about women, you know, certainly for men also, but but something that, you know, we could really focus on some leadership ideas and just how to lead in different ways that you can. Um, I just feel like I've learned so much about leading teams over the past 40 years, and I would love to share that with with some young people. You've been so big on uh, helping to advance uh, not only women's sports, but, you know, women's advocacy overall. But, I mean, can you put in perspective how far women's sports have come since when you first started coaching at Notre Dame and, and maybe still how far they need to come? Well, we've we've made some huge strides, and the biggest thing is in our attendance and the way that that we are marketed. Um, I think we're on TV a lot more, and yet still only about four percent, I think, of media attention. So we've made some great inroads, and I think our game, you know, Final Four has been sold out. We've been on ESPN a ton. We on so many more platforms. I think now that the conferences have their own. TV packages, I think it's even better because you really get to um, focus on on different leagues. You're not just seeing the same two or three teams on national TV all the time. So I, I think we've made great strides. I think the game is in a great place in terms of talent and where we are. Um, I think equality is coming. You know, when we when I first started, we weren't equal to the men. Title IX was, you know, in the 70s, and it wasn't really happening here until the 90s, probably or 2000s. So. I think we've made some some good strides, but we need to do so much more nationally. What what message do you have, Coach, for for the little girls out there who want to live out the biggest of dreams? You know, I think it's so important for girls to have that confidence. And the way we treat our daughters is so different than the way we treat our sons. And if you look, even when you're out, someone was telling me about buying clothes for boys, and it's like, here's the young executive section, and here's you know the future president or what, whatever, you know, the CEO section. And for girls, it's all about princess and how pretty they are. And we really need to focus on how smart they are and what they can do to build that confidence because it's, it's so important. And you can see it in women when I get them, you know, they've lost their confidence. It's something that we always have to deal with. And we just, we need to make some huge strides in that area. The legendary Hall of Famer Muffin McGraw joining us after retiring after 33 years as the head coach at Notre Dame. Will you now be able to enjoy Notre Dame games when the Irish women win by 43 <laughs> points, coach? Because I was in that media room many of times that you annihilated a team. You walked in and I thought you 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 got the score mixed up. Are you actually going to be able to enjoy them now? I think I, you know, that was my biggest problem my entire career. I just never celebrated the victories and I never was satisfied. I always wanted them to be better. And I told the team, in fact, the other day, I said, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader in the stands, but you may hear me yelling about boxing out. And did you read the scouting report? But uh, I am definitely going to have a little less stress while I'm watching. They probably rolled their eyes a little bit when you said that. There. I bet like, they yeah, did. Yeah, sure, coach. Uh, where does that competitive competitiveness come from coach is that a trait passed down from one of your parents yeah I think, I think my mom was actually more competitive my dad played sports he was competitive too they both were and uh yeah just really ever since I can remember I just wanted to win you know whether it was, we were playing a game having a race you know whatever we were doing I wanted to be first you, you grew up a Catholic girl from Philly you won your second mm -hmm. national championship on Easter Sunday 
how much did faith guide you as a coach throughout your career? You know, I'm a product of Catholic schools, grade school, high school, and college. And then, of course, coming to Notre Dame. So it's just sort of the part of the fabric of my life has been. And uh, same thing with my son. Went through Catholic grade school and high school. I think it's so important to have that to have that faith. But I also think it's all about how you live your life. It's not about um, what your religion is or or how you worship or where you worship. It's how you translate that into everyday life. and Basically, how kind you are to people, how you treat other people with respect is is really more of a religion to me than anything else. Two last questions, and we'll have some fun with these ones. Uh, pink, gold, bronze, cheetah. What are, what color are your favorite heels? <laughs> I've seen a uh, lot of I good ones red. over the years. You know, the, the red ones are kind of my favorite. Okay. And that wasn't one of your choices. No. Well, pink, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just remember some of the ones I've seen over the years. All right. Uh, what color do you want those heels to be on the statue they eventually build for you? <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know why people are talking about that right now. Because um, it's going to happen. <laughs> there are so many, um, so many, so many great, great players that have been through that would be. I'd love to see a statue of Ruth Riley to start. But you you don't want to tell me what color heels you want it to be on there because I'm I'm seeing no. that beautiful gold statue with like a different colored heel. I just I can see it. <laughs> I figured this is one of the special projects you're working on for Notre Dame is to build your own statue. You'd be the architect, yeah. no? Yeah, no. Uh, Coach, I'll, I'll, one last one last thing. Your message to your fans and, and all those that have supported you. What what would you like to say to them? Just a big thank you. I I, I cannot say it often enough how grateful I am for their support every night walking out of that locker room and hearing the electricity in the crowd for those big games. Everybody was just always there for us. They knew when to cheer because we needed them to get up and get us some inspiration on defense. We needed to get a stop and they just were so educated and so supportive of us win or lose. Uh, They were just the best fans ever. And coach, I want to say thank you to you uh, for always being so gracious uh, to to me. Uh, obviously, sometimes coaches and media members can have uh, a not so friendly relationship, and we probably there are probably moments when you stared me down that you weren't happy with a question I asked, and we were professional during those settings. But but I always remember the times when the camera was off. We weren't doing the interviews and and how you were always uh, so nice. And I know you're like this with so many people. And I think that's that's one of the reasons you were so successful is is because you, you really took the time to get to know so many people. Well, and I enjoyed our association and relationship, too. And uh, you always did such a great job. I don't remember any of those stare downs. So it was all good. <laughs> there, there was pro- it was probably after a 43 point win or something like that. <laughs> yeah, <might have> been. <laughs> all right, coach. Thank you very much. Thanks. It was great talking to you. That's the Hall of Famer, Muffin McGraw, so gracious with her time joining us here on Redeemer Radio. Still can't believe she's retired. Started out coaching in my hometown school, Lehigh, and then 33 incredible years at Notre Dame national titles in 2001 and 2018 and 936 career wins. Neil Ivey, who's the point guard on that 2001 national championship team and an assistant on the 2018 team will take over the program as the new head coach. Neil spent the past season as an assistant for the Memphis Grizzlies in the NBA. Neil says it's an honor to follow the legacy Coach McGraw built at Notre Dame.
That will do it for us for this morning. For Andrea Serrani, I'm Angel DiCarlo. Thanks, as always, to Notre Dame Federal Credit Union for sponsoring the show. Stay safe, stay spiritual, and enjoy your weekend.